Welcome back to the Homeschool Advantage Podcast. I'm your host, Bex Buzzy. Today's guest is Bonnie Rose Hudson. Bonnie is the founder of Write Bonnie Rose. Bonnie has always loved writing and knew at a young age that she wanted to be a writer of some sort. So in creating her site, she adds resources for all grades within a variety of subjects, both full year curriculum options, as well as huge number of supplemental resources that everyone can use to add fun and variety to any homeschool day. Write Bonnie Rose website has many different types of resources from coloring books that combine copy work and coloring with subjects such as American and world history to science, Bible, and so much more. The website also has notebooking and notebooking journals for many topics and subjects, as well as a variety of other resources. Bonnie incorporates as much fun as possible into each one of her titles. In this episode, we talk about how when kids are having fun, they just learn better and retain the information. Also, if you have something in your heart that you feel God is asking you to do or to share, ask him how to do it and then go for it. And lastly, we all have experiences that God has given us that are unique and priceless. They are unique just like we are. So go grab your coffee, go grab your tea and a pen and paper because you're not going to want to miss what Bonnie has to say. Let's get into the podcast. Say hello to our guest and tell us, what is a fun fact about your industry that will really surprise our listeners? Hello. Thank you so much for having me as a guest today. One thing I think that surprises people about homeschool publishers is how few of us have large teams working for us. Most of the publishers I know have either very small teams of a few people who do specific tasks or they run their business completely on their own aside from the help that their families pitch in and give them. Most of us answer our own emails. We're very hands-on with every part of the business. Um, The wonderful thing about that is that when you as a customer or reader take the time to hit reply on an email to say thank you or just to say hello, it can completely make our day. Creating resources while staring at a computer screen can be very isolating. So when people reach out to say hello or to share how excited their son or daughter was to work on a project that we might have spent weeks or months or more creating, it means the world to us. I know it does to me. I, nothing makes me happier than to get a note from a mom or a dad that said, my kid loved this, or they sent me a picture of their work. And I mean, it's, it's brought me to tears before. It just means everything to me. I love that. You know what? I have to agree with you. Feedback is so vital. Like I almost like I feed off of feedback. <laughs> like, yes. Just tell me something, you know? Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, it's like a lighthouse. It really is awesome. And it, it does feel good. Like I know when my students give me like a note or they just tell me like how the class went, I actually required it this year. I was like, okay, here are eight <laughs> questions. I require you guys to give me feedback. <laughs> so uh-huh. I needed it. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So that's awesome. So let's talk about what the focus of your work is at Write Bonnie Rose. Well, I create resources for all grades in a variety of subjects on writebonnierose.com. Some of the resources are supplemental and others are full-year curriculum options. For example, I have full-year elementary spelling for grades one to six with grade seven coming out soon. 
I also have full year American history curriculum options for kindergarten and elementary grades, as well as numerous science resources that can be used for a full year. Uh, I also create a huge number of supplemental resources that I know a lot of families have enjoyed, and you can use those to add fun and variety to your homeschool day. For example, I have coloring books for both American and world history, science, Bible, and more. And all of my coloring books incorporate copywork. So there's a picture and then there's copywork to trace on it. I have notebooking and I have notebooking journals for lots of different topics and subjects. I have copywork resources. Some is lit, of course, some is Bible, but then there are other copyworks for learning about famous battles in a war or learning the terminology that you need for science or things like that. Just a way to kind of sneak in handwriting for the kids who really hate it. That way they're like, well, they're not just doing handwriting, they're doing science or history <laughs> or Bible or something else at the same time. It just makes it go down a little easier sometimes. Um, so <laughs> right now, I also have puzzles and games. I love games. So we have puzzles and activities and games and stuff like that for all different sorts of subjects. I have more than 1500 titles right now and I always have more in development. I also try really hard to keep my prices as affordable as possible. I know how hard times are right now for a lot of people, probably for most of us. I have more than 60 resources that are less than a dollar each. I have more than a thousand resources, which is about 75% of my store, that are less than $3 each. I try to incorporate fun as much as possible. When kids are having fun, they learn better, they retain information better, and it also helps build their confidence and encourages them that they can learn what they need to, which helps when they get stuck with subjects that maybe aren't as fun or a subject that they're struggling with. That's awesome. Yeah, because there are a lot of times just being able to help a kid who's going through like a challenge, it has to get so specific, right? Like you just have to like literally kind of modify whatever, whatever you're trying to teach them to really focus in on their interests. And I do find that when I'm able to like, even myself, when I'm able to tap into their interests, when they're, mm -hmm. you know, trying to tackle some really tough topics, yeah. it really makes everything so different. So, wow. I mean, how many hours does it go into like to have a thousand resources? Like, wow. Uh, 24 seven. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. No, that's what it feels like. Usually not quite that many. Um, I sleep occasionally um, and I certainly eat more, more. I probably eat more often than I should. Um, right. Cause when you're sitting in front of a computer, how easy is that? But, um, <laughs> yeah. so, uh, but no, I, I work either for my site or I also create material for another homeschool publisher. And so I pretty oh much gosh. create material most of the, most of, most of all day, every day. <laughs> wow. You're like a creating machine. So what is, inspired you to create all this? Well, my journey to creating homeschool curriculum has not been a traditional one. For starters, I'm single. I don't have children and I wasn't homeschooled. When I began, <laughs> it's, it's one of those things only God can put together. Um, when I, I began writing for homeschoolers, I didn't know what a lap book was. It's sad, but true. The terminology I saw all over websites for homeschoolers, it confused me. Some of it scared me. I didn't know what made one book living and another one was apparently dead. <laughs> um, I was like, honestly, what is a living book? <laughs> now, that was many years ago. I've, I've gotten yeah. the hang of quite a bit of it now. Mine was just last year. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but I've always loved writing. I knew at a young age, I wanted to be a writer of some sort. I, I didn't know what, you know, I mean, I think I started my first book when I was probably six. Thankfully, that's still buried in the attic that, that never saw the light of day. Um, <laughs> but about 20 years ago or so, I felt God leading me to get serious, to stop thinking about it and start doing it. And mm, so, so good. I just 
kind of hit home. And so I spent years studying and writing and trying different things. I started by writing fiction for Christian women, which was what I was the most familiar with as a 20 something adult, reading a lot of Christian fiction for women. And those books are also still tucked away in the attic. But about 10 <laughs> years ago or so, I took some classes on writing for children. I loved kids. I've, I've always taught Sunday school, written Bible lessons for the kids, worked with uh, vacation Bible school, you know, helped watch my friend's kids, all of that, you know, and so I love kids. And one of my writing instructors was actually a homeschool evaluator in our state and she told me there was a need for people to write homeschool curriculum and suggested I attend our state homeschool convention I did and I was completely overwhelmed I was amazed and I was totally hooked when I went to the convention my mom and sister went with me and growing up I had attended a small Christian school but every summer my mom had made sure that the learning never stopped she always made up educational games and projects she did her own version of go to the head of the class, that old board game. She had her own cards that she would make each year to review what we had learned in school that year. And here at the homeschool convention, she saw people using games and projects to educate their kids. And some of it wasn't that different from what she'd made for my sister and I. And so we started learning all we could about the homeschooling community. I signed up for information from a homeschool publisher. Long story short, they ended up calling for volunteer writers. And I started writing with them and eventually worked in different positions and, and helped direct wow. our curriculum site for a while. And then after a while, I moved into to focusing just on my stuff. And all of that's just to say, if God can show a writer who isn't a mom or a homeschool graduate, how to serve this amazing community, he can show anybody. If you have something on your heart, you feel he's asking you to do or share, you better get out there, ask him how to do it and go for it. Just don't believe the lie for a second that you can't do something or that you don't have anything of value to share, or you don't know enough because God will handle all that. It's not about us. It's about him anyhow. And that's so good. He'll, he'll put us together where he wants us. I love that. That is so good. Oh my gosh. What a story. What a story. It, like you it's just... been a wild ride. I have never been, honestly, I have never been happier. I'm, it's professionally to be doing this. I didn't even know this world existed 10 years ago. And now I can't imagine doing anything else ever for like, I'll be, I'll be 95. I'll be sitting in the retirement home someday with whatever version of the internet exists by the time I'm 95. And I'll still be like, Oh, you know what? We could do this printable and probably driving the other residents crazy. But, um, or my dear sister who gets this terror look of terror on her face when I said, I had this idea. And she's like, yeah. <laughs> She's also, she helps me proofread. She has an eagle eye. So she helps me proofread and her and my mom both help a lot behind the scenes, helping me research things and organize things and proofread things and, and just keep everything on track. So that's awesome. Yeah. So like, I just, I mean, I'm going to go a little off topic just really quick. I'm, I'm kind of curious to know how your brain operates now. I'm just like, <laughs> well, that I'm could just... be frightening for both of us. <laughs> So like when you think of a new principle to create, a lot of times, where does your inspiration come from? It can come from a lot of places. I love history. So I kind mm. of default to a history mode. So anytime I read anything on history, you know, like the websites that have like this day in history, the random facts, all of those, I get probably way too excited about. So sometimes it's a book that I see advertised and I'll be like, oh, you know, I didn't know about that part of that story. So I'll, I'll look into it from there. Sometimes it's what I love hearing from people. They request a resource. Like my kid is having trouble with X, Y, Z. And if it's something that I can do, 
I'll try to learn enough about it. I'll, I'll dig into it and see if I can, if I have what I need to put it together. There's some things that are off limits for me, high school math being one of them, not going to happen. Um, I just, it's just <laughs> not, like, I, you know, out. I barely survived it the first time. I'm, I'm not qualified <laughs> to teach anyone's child high school math. Um, thankfully, there's a lot of publishers out there who are great at that. Um, sometimes it's actually, so I buy a lot of images to put into the resources because I cannot draw. So at all. So I, I buy a lot of, of the images. I work with different illustrators who help me with things. And sometimes I'll just see an, a set of, of images that someone did for something totally unrelated to anything I'm working on. And it'll just spark an idea. You know, be like, oh, that would be really fun to do whatever, you know. And so I'll go off on a tangent that way. Brainstorming with my family is a huge source of inspiration. They have come up with a million great ideas. They actually had the idea for the first thing. The One of our very first printables was completely their idea. And I'm like, oh, I don't know, but maybe. And it it worked. So, and it, it remains a, a strong seller today. So it, it's fun. It just comes from everywhere. I love that. I love when creativity just pops out of nowhere. Uh -huh. And then you get into that flow. It's And it's like, I desire always to get into flow. It's just I hardly get there because like there's always so many distractions. I'm like, I just need to get into flow because the creativity just comes from. So so do you, a lot of your printables help kids with like learning differences and challenges? Yes, they I believe many of them can help kids with learning challenges. One reason is that a great deal of my material, even for younger kids, has realistic or less childish images. That's not to say I don't have some really cute and cuddly looking resources for little kids. You know, I love the teddy bears as much as anybody else, you know, so I've got the cute stuff. But there's a lot of resources on my site that might be geared to younger kids that don't look like they're for younger kids. And I have heard from, from moms that that can help because they can work at a lower grade level without their older child knowing that they're working at a lower grade level. Oh, and fantastic. So that's, that's encouraging for them. It helps them not feel so self-conscious about it. I've also heard from a lot of people that because of the huge variety of resources I have in so many topics that they like to pick certain units that their kids with challenges can do while another child is learning the same content at a different level. So it's easy to mix and match and kind of complement the material back and forth with things. You know, I might have a unit on the Olympics or a coloring book about the War of 1812. So the little ones can do something while the older ones are, are learning the same thing. Or like I said, if kids are at a different level at parents can differentiate the material without the kids who are struggling feeling like they're using material that's written for a kindergartner. Oh, wow. That was very clever of you. <laughs> that was something that kind of morphed as, as we went. That wasn't something that I knew going in, but that was something that I've, I've heard from a lot of people that it's been helpful. So I've tried to be more intentional as we continue to develop things to not make everything for the little kids cute and cuddly, you know, and to, to keep a variety of it. Yeah, no, that's true. Sometimes like when I used to teach, I used to teach at a credit recovery school and a lot of my students were 10th, 11th and 12th graders that that was all that was allowed to be at the school. Mm -hmm. And a lot of my material actually came from like seventh and eighth grade because they just were not at grade level. Right. And it looks so different. Even at seventh mm -hmm. or eighth grade, I had to like recreate it all over again. So it just, it looked yeah. more adulty. So right. I totally, I relate to what you're saying. So I want to read a couple of your testimonies here from, from parents. So one says, I can't believe she shares so many things for free. <laughs> and for those items I have purchased, the prices were so reasonable that any homeschooling family could afford to educate 
their children with these high quality products. I think that's awesome. And you shared another one of your favorite notes from Christy in the U.S. She said that we started using Ripe Bonnie Rose's products three years ago and still eagerly await all the new subscriber freebies and products. We were first drawn to the easy to read and understand text that broke down complicated topics, including science, history, into concepts her five-year-old could grasp. The information was reinforced by copy work. I love that. And coloring pages, which my daughter enjoyed so much that she often begged for more. (laughs) For more than she allotted for the day. As my children copied the text and the colored pages, we added them to the walls until the entire room was covered with a timeline of early colonial American history. When we finished the topic, the children would recount for me what they learned with the coloring pages as a reminder of the key events. That's powerful, being able to like visualize the things that you've learned and put it down on paper like that. Because we do, we we think in pictures. We don't think in words. We think in we, pictures. We do. And it struck me as I was working on some of the history for the younger kids I grew up watching TV shows set in historical time periods, you know, the frontier and the wild west and, and all of those sorts of things. We always watch things, but as I, as I talked to people and as I kind of learned and and got familiar with more and more, I had a mental picture. If, if, if you told me that he was riding a bucking bronc, I knew what that looked like. Not everybody did, you know, it's like the things that you see on the internet with, you know, somebody trying to use a dial telephone or, you know, it's something that, that they've never <sighs> seen before. Well, I mean, first of all, I, I use those because I'm, you know, older than than the children <laughs> that they're talking about. But but also just seeing them on TV. I mean, I, I don't remember not knowing what a Victrola was. And I wasn't around for when those were out the first time. So, you know, but but all those things. But the kids today don't always have that same mental bank of images to pull from. And so I've tried to illustrate as much as I can so that they can so that they can see it, so they can understand what it looked like and what what it was like. So powerful, so powerful. So where can our listeners connect with you and purchase your resources? Signing up for my newsletter is the best way to stay in touch. I'm on social media, but not as regularly as as many authors are. Listeners can visit writebonnierose.com and either sign up partway down the homepage or click the Get the Newest Freebies to be taken to a sign-up page. I have numerous ways on my website to shop by age, topic, type of resource, a number of other options. So my website's really my hub and, and the best way to connect and reach out. And I, I do send newsletters usually twice a month, sometimes more if there's extra specials or, or resources, a sale, something like that, that I want to share. Awesome. I'll put all your um, your links in the show notes so that parents can and families can just click and go as well as, well as your email address. So as we're wrapping up, Bonnie, what is one takeaway you want our listeners to get from our conversation today? I mentioned earlier that it's important to me that kids know they can learn what they need to learn. Kids are bombarded with things that make them question their worth and their abilities. And I want every child to know everywhere that they matter to God. They are loved beyond what they can imagine. And some of my resources are Bible related. But for the ones that aren't, my hope is that they inspire kids to love learning, to be creative, and to gain confidence. If my resources can help with that, then I feel that they're helping them feel God's love and recognize that they're special, even if it's indirectly. It's something that helps them build their confidence, and by doing that, builds their understanding of their self-worth and 
and that's what matters to me. Oh, I love that. I love that. Bonnie, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate just all of your knowledge. You're, you're really funny. Also, like you have a great (laughs) sense of humor. You just have a way about you. That's really like just fun, easy, and you know, just really cool. So thank you so much for coming on today. I really appreciate it. Thank you. It's been wonderful to talk to you. If you love the conversations we're having here on the Homeschool Advantage podcast, follow or subscribe our podcast to stay in the loop and never miss this amazing content. And please highly consider taking a minute to leave a positive rating and review to help others like you discover this show. See you next time.